Hey everyone, you're listening to the Elysium Project podcast. I'm your host, Brian Johnson. If you enjoy this podcast, please be sure to subscribe for future episodes and visit us online at www.elysiumproject.ca. With the holiday season coming up, we have lots of fair trade products for sale, as well as original artwork by myself online and on social media at elysiumproject.ca. The following is a conversation I had with Ashley Brunette, also known as Cambo Ash. I met Ashley through some mutual friends and wanted to learn more about the frog medicine Cambo, which has been growing in popularity in recent years. Please remember this is only a conversation. Though we use the term medicine, we are not medical professionals, and you should always consult your doctor before undergoing a new form of treatment. And we're live with Cambo Ash. Ash, thank you for taking the time to come on the podcast today. You're welcome, Brian. Nice to meet you. Yeah, you too. So tell me a little bit about yourself and how long you've been involved on this journey with the Cambo medicine. Okay. My name is Ashley Brunette. I currently reside all over Canada. I, I work quite a bit throughout the country with both Cambo and Bufo medicines. This is my fourth year working with Cambo. And at this time, four years ago, I was just finishing my, my course. I was a physical education teacher for 13 years and I worked mostly overseas. And in 2017 in June on the last day of school, when I, while I was teaching in the Dominican, I got uh, what I thought was a spider bite on my leg, on my upper right leg. And I was in the process of flying to Thailand for my summer vacation for a month. So I had a stopover in New York and I had seen the doctor at my school and she thought it was just a allergic reaction. So she gave me cortisone and an antihistamine. By the time I flew to New York, it was getting worse. I went to see a pharmacist there. They gave me some Benadryl. It got worse. Went to see a doctor in New York before I flew to Thailand and he thought, that it wasn't a spider bite, it was an allergic reaction. And worst case scenario, they would cut and drain it when I got to Thailand. So he gave me an amoxicillin and steroids. And then I flew 24 hours to Thailand. It just continued to get worse. And by this time, it was almost like the size of a grapefruit on my upper right leg. And I was in excruciating pain. So I arrived in Thailand, pretty much slept for a day and then I called my best friend in Thailand to get her to take me the, to the hospital because um, none of the medication was working and it was getting worse. So when I got to the hospital, they immediately took me off those meds, gave me an IV and made an appointment with the surgeon the next day. And they needed to cut a loony size hole into my upper right leg. We got the results back about a week later, and it turns out that it was MRSA, methylene-resistant Staph aureus. 
And if you know anything about MRSA, it's super serious. Most people die or lose their limbs from it. Mm. So I was in Thailand for a month. I had to go to the hospital every day to do cleanings. And it was a really, really, really intense period of time. And I was, there's only three types of antibiotics that work on MRSA. So clindamycin is what they gave me that also wrecks havoc on your system. I was in the most pain I've ever been in in my life. And I played varsity rugby. I was a phys ed teacher, um, a very strong, energetic individual. And this depleted me completely. And the pain was unbearable. Um, after a month, I went back home, saw my family doctor. He was very concerned as it is a very serious infection and and Western medicine would have you believe that this is something that's with you for the rest of your life. So I followed everything that he told me to do. And then October 5th, 2017, I felt that same sickening feeling come back on my finger and I knew it was back. I had to go get tested. Sure enough, results come back. It was back. And at that point, I just went into an extreme depression. I was in so much physical pain, pain in all bodies, mentally, emotionally. And I thought to myself, I can't deal with this. Like I, I, I felt as though I was dying. And I spoke with my parents and said, you know what, I need to do something to get out of here. And a friend was holding health and wellness retreats in Mexico. So on New Year's Eve, 2017, I flew to Mexico, still knowing nothing about Cambo. And while I was there, my friend said that she was going to do a Cambo ceremony. And I asked her, well, what is Cambo? She said, it's frog medicine and it jacks your immune system. So I spoke with the practitioner. I told her my situation. She said, okay, we'll do a smaller amount of points because Cambo medicine is administered through small little gates in your skin and the medicine can go right into your lymphatic system and then i talked to her more and found out that cambo is the strongest natural antibiotic antiviral antimicrobial anti-inflammatory substance in the world it is known as the vaccina de floresta the vaccine of the forest mm. the secretion contains all peptides and as you probably remember from grade 10 biology, peptides are small chains of amino acids and they do different functions in our body. So they've isolated nine of the peptides in Cambo and indigenous people believe there's actually over 200. Our body unlocks so easily to Cambo because it recognizes a substance. Mm. So essentially what Cambo does is it pulls out all of the toxins in your system and resets your organs to their natural state. And after I had my first ceremony with Cambo, the next day I swam 30 lengths in the infinity pool. <laughs> wow. I just had a crazy amount of energy and, and I felt back in my physical body. And three months later, I went back to Mexico to the same place. I had, uh, I sat with ayahuasca for the first time. Two hours later, we did Cambo. 
my second Campbell. And in that moment in ceremony, I got a message, a deep, deep message that said, you're going to work with this medicine, Ash. You're going to bring it back to Canada. As I'm purging and kind of thinking, well, this is crazy. Am I really hearing this correctly? And it was, I put that energy out into the universe afterwards. And within five months, I started my training a year to the date on October the 5th when I got my second infection. And I have been MRSA free since I work with Campbell. I've worked with two other women whose bodies were riddled with MRSA and they've never had another infection again after working with Campbell. Wow. So that's a little introduction. Yeah, that's amazing. And what did you say this medicine was known as the, the medicine of the forest? The vaccina de floresta. Okay. Okay. Yep. So the vaccine of the forest. Campbell was originally used for hunting magic. So men would do a bunch of Campbell and then go out hunting for three, four, five nights. They were stronger, faster, more vital. They believed that the animals couldn't smell them. All their senses were heightened. They also used it to connect to the spirits of the animals so that they could make a an offering before they hunted them. And it was also used for medical uses such as snake bites, malaria, and to clear panema or bad energy from people. Mm-hmm. And the Cambo frog is indigenous to South America, I'm guessing? Yes, so the main, there's about 13 tribes in Brazil that work with Cambo. In Peru, it's the Mozzi's tribe. And the frog is actually in Venezuela. It's in the upper Amazon basin. So Venezuela, Colombia, Peru, Brazil, even in Guyana. Okay, cool. And do we know kind of like time frame wise, historically, how long ago this, this medicine has been around for? It's been around for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. And the, the legend of Cambo is that there was a medicine man in Brazil that could not many people in his village were sick and he this is one of the legends around it and he didn't know how to help them so he drank ayahuasca and the ayahuasca showed him the frog where it was located how to call it how to take the medicine how to apply it how to utilize it and the next day when he came out of his journey he was reflecting and remembering everything that was shown to him. So in the evening, because the frogs are nocturnal, he went out to find the frogs and and did exactly as the medicine showed him and started applying it. And people started to be able to heal via this medicine. And it's said that when he passed, he reincarnated as a frog. His name was Kampum. Hmm. Interesting. And do we know the name Cambo? Like, obviously, it comes from the Cambo frog, but beyond that, kind of the etymology of the word Cambo? No, I do not. The The frog, the Latin name for the frog is Aphila medusa bicolor. Okay. And for the Cambo, I don't know exactly. Because you mentioned you also work with Bufo, which is another amphibian medicine is that correct 
Yes. So Cabo is not psychoactive at all. And then you have the Bufo and it's named Bufo alvarius is the name of the toad that it comes from. Okay. And it is the strongest psychedelic in the world. Wow. Yeah. And how do you extract the medicine from the toad? Because it's always interesting if you think back to the first humans to make any discovery and how we kind of came across just realizing that, that this toad has these medicinal properties. And is it a toad or a frog? I'm, I think I'm confusing the two. Okay, so Cambo is a frog. Okay. And then the Bufo is a toad and the toad spends nine months underground gathering information and they come up to mate and wow. to give medicine. So the, the Bufo ovarius toad is located in the Sonoran Desert and the Campbell frog, as mentioned above, we find them in the upper Amazon basin. In March, 2020, I had the opportunity to go to the jungle to meet the frog and collect medicine. Mm. And we flew there on Friday the 13th at 5.55 a.m. We got to Lima, things were just starting to kick off and we were on our way to the jungle and we got into the jungle and the next day the world shut down and <laughs> we ended up spending two months in the jungle during that time, which was an incredible experience being able to meet the frog multiple times, collect medicine and be in a safe spot while we were in the jungle. Um, the medicine is extracted, as I said before, the frogs are nocturnal, so we go at nighttime to find them. They have a very distinct call. It's almost like a bark. So you mm -hmm. imitate that bark, and then they usually come down. We found two female frogs, and they come down. They're super friendly. And the English word for them is a giant monkey tree frog, and they're actually very big frogs. And we call them down. We tie them by their arms and their legs. It doesn't hurt the frog. It's just to keep them still for, for the five minutes while we collect medicine. And then give them a little bit of an irritation under their nose, and they start to secrete that defense mechanism. We only mm. take five minutes to collect medicine and then release the frog. Also, having them tied them, it leaves little marks on their wrists and their legs so that others that come know that they've already had medicine collected. So to give them space of at least a month to replenish. Yeah, wow, that's very interesting. And what is sort of the the big difference between Cambo and Bufo, obviously, as we mentioned, like Cambo is not a, a psychedelic. Okay. So Cambo is a deep, deep, deep physical, emotional, mental purge. And the Bufo or toad medicine is also a cleansing medicine, but it is unconditional love. It is known as the God molecule and the toad gives us uninterrupted messages from our hearts. And Bufo is, I believe, 5-MeO-DMT. 
Yes. And the, the ceremony is anywhere when you're actually in the medicine from 10 to 30 minutes. And that's why it's known as the strongest psychedelic. There are other medicines that are very, very strong. Ayahuasca, Iboga is a three-day ceremony. But the mm. fast-acting nature of the toad gives it the reputation of being the strongest psychedelic in the world. Okay. And with the Cambo, you have to remind me again what it's called, vaccine. Yes, in English, it's a vaccine of the forest. In Spanish, vaccina de floresta. Right. It seems like the main benefits are kind of boosting the immune system and kind of clearing blockages. And toxins. So with the Cambo, you need to fast for about six to eight hours first. And then you need to drink a liter and a half uh, to two liters of water before the medicine goes on you. The water helps to pull out all of the toxins. It's fire medicine. It can be done dry. But the best way is with the water to pull out all of those toxins. And it's not psychoactive, but because you get such a deep physical purge, mentally and emotionally you also get a massive purge frog medicine is all about cleansing replenishing getting rid of negativity witches used to use frogs to clear haunted houses of bad spirits because they can absorb Mm. negativity that's interesting and myself from my own personal experience i know that campbell is what cleared my body of MRSA, one of the peptides, Derm Septum, takes out any kind of fungus, bacteria, mold out of your body. And Cambo has also cleared cancer out of people's bodies, limes, any kind of autoimmune. It has made HIV undetectable. We don't ever make any claims as practitioners, but these are firsthand what I've witnessed with this medicine. Yeah, I was going to ask, you must have some pretty interesting stories and experiences from individuals you've applied the medicine on. Yes, absolutely. Um, There's so many people and every time I work with a client, I'm astounded and humbled by this medicine as I've seen many, many, many beautiful clearings come out of Cambo. Mm. So what does a Cambo session look like? Is it more of a ceremony, kind of like a group sitting, or is it usually individual, one-on-one? I work in any scenario, so I can do one-on-ones, I can do couples, I can do groups, and... I would do, if I had more than four people, I would have an assistant with me just so that the ceremony flows. And we've we've just been working with about the last, throughout the summer, it's been mostly group work of eight to 10 people. And what happens is everyone comes in, we smudge, open sacred space, 
I open the gates, like I mentioned before, with the small little burns to your skin, just so that the medicine can go directly into the lymphatic system. Apply the medicine. The medicine's on from for 20 to 30 minutes as the person goes through their purge. And people, for they purge in different ways. It can be through vomiting, diarrhea, sweating, shaking, crying. Those are all different forms of purges. And everybody's purge and experience looks different. These are amphibians, which have their own intelligence, just like plants do, just like fungi does. Every spirit has their own intelligence, and it works directly with you personally. And then... After the medicine is taken off, you have a rest, and then we offer some broth, some tea, just to bring your body back into homeostasis, close ceremony, and off you go. With the first time clients, I always do a basic treatment, which is just on their lower leg or upper arm. And then after that, I can work with chakra, meridian, or ear points to target specific issues. Mm. Yeah, let's let's explain that a little bit for people who are brand new to Cambo, like what the application process is. You kind of mentioned the, the burns there, so l- let's go over that. Okay, so we have a little stick, and I light it, and then I just do a small little check on your skin, like a blister, to take that first layer of skin off. Then the medicine is on a stick. It looks like about a third of a ruler. And it the substance is activated by saliva or water. So most often times I get the client to spit on the stick as their saliva contains peptides and they're putting their energy into the stick. I mix the medicine into small little points. I always do a test point on each new client just to observe for five minutes how the medicine goes into their body and give them a moment with the frog it's called a test point but it's also called a bliss point it's a really beautiful way for the frog and the person to get to know each other and the frog to see where it's going to go and it will go to where it's needed then the rest of the medicine goes on usually within five minutes the person starts to purge. If they're not purging, I can flip the points, I can wet them, I can use some other tools to help to activate that purge. And then they have their process. It is called warrior and ordeal medicine. It is very intense in during those 20 minutes. Mm. But and a lot of times people have resistance to throwing up. And I speak with them and tell them, this isn't throwing up as if you were sick. This is purging and bringing all of those toxins Mm. out of your body. You know, 20 minutes is a cleanse that you would really do in six months. 20 minutes, you can handle it. So there are a lot of times people are anxious with anything new, but I always have conversations on the phone with people before they come to ceremony, they have to fill out a health form because there are contraindications. 
and I have to ensure that they're safe to do Campbell beforehand. And, and there's other ways too. If, if someone who is really sick or really anxious, I could do a layered treatment. So it would just be one or two points at a time and a more slow, gentle approach to the medicine. Hmm. What have you found is the most common kind of reaction that people are having to, to Cambo when they go through the experience that they, they tell you afterwards? What, what, are, what are people really gaining from this experience? Every single client remarks how calm they feel after ceremony and how much clarity they have. So that's on a mental level. Physically, there have been so many different attributes that Campbell has given. Most people, their diets change. Most people have an incredible amount of energy afterwards. And your senses change. You know, all of your senses are given a boost. So you, you're tasting pepper as one client described it and being able to taste every single mineral in that pepper. Yeah. Wow. It's fascinating. So the experience itself you're saying is about on average a 20 minute experience. Yes. It's a, the actual medicine we usually leave on between 20 and 30 minutes. Sometimes it's longer. If a person is right in the middle of a purge and process, I'm not going to be, oh, timer went off, 20 minutes, got to get the medicine off. No, I just go with the intuition of how much time they need personally with the medicine. A lot of the times, actually, people purge even after the mm -hmm. medicine comes off as it's wow. still running through your system. What's the legality situation around Cambo right now? Because obviously we live in a world where the government classifies certain substances as being controlled substances and are therefore illegal. Yes, it's only been illegal to advertise for Cambo in Brazil. They were really making a push to clamp down on on the medicine and they they wouldn't allow it to be advertised and here we're kind of on a brink of a lot of things being officially legalized it is not a psychoactive substance so it would fall under the category of natural medicine but we fly a little bit under the radar with everything <laughs> yeah that's kind of can be a good thing though but i imagine like as it gains traction i mean have you noticed that there's a, a pushback? Well, for myself personally, like I mentioned before, Western medicine would have you believe that MRSA is something that is with you for the rest of your life. Even people with getting diagnosed with cancer, for example, we don't have options other than surgery, burn or poison the person. And I think that a lot of people now are searching out alternatives to our Western system. Totally. What do you think the future holds for plant medicines and, and psychedelics and, and medicines such as these? 
Well, I, I really think that a lot more people are going to be utilizing them. I just read the other day how Alberta has approved MDMA, LSD, psilocybin, ketamine for therapy. And I know of clinics throughout Canada, even carrying Iboga, as Iboga has been the only medicine that has helped people with 20, 30 year addiction issues. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. So I think that this is the way of the future, whether we will be met with resistance from big pharma, mm. absolutely. But at the end of the day, each person has to do what's right for them. And there are alternatives. Mm. I like what you said there about the way of the future. I often think with Elysium Project, kind of one of the core focuses of mine is returning to the sacred, you know, within in this modern world that we have, I think the one thing or one of the things that is missing is this respect for the natural world and, and the spiritual. And uh, I, th I think like a lot of our answers are going to be solved by kind of looking back to these age old tried and true way ways of wisdom absolutely like these these are thousands of years old medicines that we're having access to and it's so beautiful to see people coming back to nature and honoring these beautiful medicines that are coming from the south but we are able to utilize them up north yeah, we're living in very interesting times of abundance. And I totally agree. And I just think um, a big part of moving forward collectively is going to be looking back and honoring these ancient ways of living. Absolutely. And I wanted to just make a comment, Brian, too. It is extremely important for people when you're searching out these medicines that you find a safe mm practitioner, someone that if they haven't been recommended to you personally, that you do research and have your questions ready. How long has this person been practicing? How does their ceremony work? What are, where is it located? You know, how many different clients have they actually served medicine to? We have to be so careful when we go into ceremony as we are in a very vulnerable, vulnerable state. And there has been many people taken advantage of in all kinds of ways with these medicines. And part of the reason why I was called to do my toad training or my bufo training and seek out the best teacher in the world and go to the source in Mexico was because I have witnessed and I've, I've experienced it myself personally being taken advantage of during ceremony. And I felt the call to, to go and do this training, especially as a woman, in the world of psychedelics, it's very much male dominated. And of course, in every industry, there are 
amazing practitioners, there's amazing teachers, there's amazing police officers, et cetera, et cetera. And then there's people that are not in integrity and take advantage of people in their most vulnerable state. So it is crucial that you do your research. And I strongly suggest only going via word of mouth. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. I think that's good advice for anything, but even more so when you're using or these sorts of med medicines and substances where you can be in a very vulnerable state and you want to make sure you're with someone that you do trust and in the proper set and setting is very important. Absolutely. And that you're with a, a, a certified practitioner because right. I've heard of crazy stories of people buying these medicines off the internet and administ administering them to themselves, which is so dangerous mm -hmm. and as the popularity of this over time increases i'm just curious is this a sustainable practice if more people continue to come on board to using this medicine i mean like what is the extraction process look like for this with the toad or the frog? oh um the frog Okay, with the frog, the Campbell frogs are the least in danger of extinction. Okay. And again, that amount of medicine on a stick is probably close to 200 points at least. And I mean, that can help a lot of people. That can help a lot of people. And again, we need to just be so mindful when taking these medicines, it is done in the quickest and most loving way. If someone is taking medicine and harming the frog or harming the toad, then it it's it's not good medicine because it's they've been harmed in the way. We have utmost respect for these amphibians that are giving medicine that is helping to change people's lives. Yeah, I guess that was kind of my question is just knowing where it comes from and obviously making sure that you're doing it with a licensed practitioner and not just, like we said, getting it off the internet. Well, yes, and that is so dangerous, but this goes back to also the sacred reciprocity. I work directly with a Mozzi's chief to gather the majority of my medicine. I will go down once a year to collect and then I work with him so that I can get my my Cambo sticks and then other medicines that I work with, Rape, Sananga, they're different Amazonian medicines that I use in ceremony and they can be used on their own as well. And that gives back and keeps that relationship in reciprocity, which is very important. Absolutely. Yeah, it's critical. I mean, as the use of these practices expands around the world, we want to make sure that we're honoring the the indigenous peoples and cultures in which these these came from. And if people want to learn more about either Cambo or yourself, where can they go for that? They can find me on Instagram, Cambo underscore Ash. 
I also have a Facebook page, Campbell Ash. Those are the two mm -hmm. direct places. And then they can reach out to me personally and I can send them my information packages as well, as well as having a conversation with them. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, Ashley, and sharing your experience with this subject. Thank you, Brian, for having me. And thank you for sharing about this, these incredible amphibians and honored to be here. Yeah, I really appreciate it. And I'm sure our listeners are going to enjoy listening to this podcast. Thank you. All right. Thanks so much, Ash. Okay. Take care, Brian. You too. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show today. If you like this podcast, please be sure to like, subscribe, and leave us a review. You can find us online and on social media at elysiumproject.ca.